everybody, and welcome to Taking Control, the ADHD podcast on Rashpixel.fm. I'm Pete Wright, and I'm here, as always, with Nikki Kinzer. I don't know. Are you? Because I wasn't recording. I don't know. I'm a <laughs> voice in the darkness. Me? Yes. All right, good. Uh, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm very good. As we record this, I don't want to date us too much, but it's Captain America weekend. Oh. And you know I love I love me some Captain America movies. Yes, I saw that um, actually a preview. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and I should say the bigger tragedy that we've uncovered in the pre-show that, that nobody has heard is that Nikki has never seen The Princess Bride. So please send email and comments about how important it is that Nikki sees the movie <laughs> The Princess Bride. When was it When when was it in theaters? It had to have been like in the 90s, right? It was 1987. With Robin Wright. Yes, 1987. Seven. I was in high school in 1980. No excuses. That's what this is. This is no excuses. It is fantastic. The screenplay by William Goldman is incredible. The book also by William Goldman, incredible. You should be reading it with your children. It's uh, you, This is the the shaming Nikki for the Princess Bride oh, segment man. of the show. You got to see it. All it's right. so good. And your kids will love it. All right. I'll check it out. It's a big favorite. Just for you, Pete. Yeah, well, and all the people who are going <laughs> to write you else. about yeah, the Princess right. Bride. This is a serious lobbying effort. We are not actually talking about The Princess Bride today as much as I would like to do so. We are talking about three big reasons why your organizing efforts may be going sideways on you. And I love all three of these reasons. (laughs) Before we do that, head over to TakeControlADHD.com. Get to know us a little bit better. You can, of course, subscribe to the show anywhere the finest podcasts are served. Uh, And uh, we would love you to connect with us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. You can call us at 503-664-4ADD. Now, there was some confusion about that. What are the numbers... Four ADD. I'm going to tell you what this is. Four ADD. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about the confusion way back when I was doing six. No, no, this is not on you. No, we passed that segment of shame. Okay, all right, good. Four, (laughs) uh, two, three, three. That's what you would be dialing if you uh, were dialing on a phone. Four, two, three, three. So five zero three six six four four two three three, and get your voice, your thoughts, your questions on the show. And speaking of questions, we want to hear them. We, sure we want to know what they are. That's right. Yeah. So do please call us or send us an email. You can send me uh, an email directly to Nikki at TakeControlADHD.com um, for an upcoming show where we will be answering questions as well as I think throwing in some comments from people too of things that are working for them. I've had a couple of emails come through of different things that people have tried and you know want to share with you guys. So we want to hear those too. Absolutely. And I also have some technology updates from the tech episode we did recently. So we've got a lot of things coming up uh, in that final episode. We just want to put them all together. It's the catch-all, the cornucopia of questions. So please uh, write in. Uh, Okay. So we're talking about three reasons. The big three. As I like to say, the first three reasons why my organizing efforts are not working. Uh, So in in spite of my good intentions, tell me, uh, why why am I going sideways, Nikki? Well, that's it, right? I mean, we do go into working on our projects with our best intentions. I mean, we we know what we want to happen or have happened, but we don't get what we want. They're just not always the same thing. And and of course, um, I'm not I'm preaching to the choir here. You know, this is extremely frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my experience, you know, I've I have seen three reasons, and like you said, it's kind of the first three reasons that come up periodically. Um, but the first one, I think people will relate to because what happens is we react instead of plan. This is absolutely my MO. If, Isn't if it? If things go wrong, it's because of number one. 
Well, and it's so true. And I think it's so common for so many people because what's happening is you're in a crisis. You're in the middle of a crisis, right? You can't find what you need. You're late. You're frustrated because you don't have the time to find it. So you're just going to go out and buy something uh, that you already know you have. So you're just already mad at the world. I mean, there's all these things that can happen. And, you know, it's these consequences of not being organized where we just immediately want to react. Yeah. So, you know, we, we start sorting and we start organizing and we don't have a plan and there's no clear intention of really what you're doing. And, and I mean, it's chaos, right? Yeah. Well, and um, that's because, you know, there's a dopamine rush too to being reactive. It feels initially enormously satisfying. Right. Like, like you're doing something really good. Yeah. Look at how good I am. I see my closet. It's a disaster. And so I'm going to go ahead and take it on right now in all of its glory. Right, right. And then you start pulling everything out. And then what happens? No, it's all out. Now everything's it's all out. out. I have an empty closet and I have no idea what my point was. Well, no and, idea. And, and, and get this, the phone rings. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. you get distracted and you go answer your phone or you get distracted now because you, you, you know, the email little buzzer went off. Yeah. You've had new mail. I don't even know if that exists anymore. Remember AOL? <laughs> AOL, you've got mail. <laughs> you've got mail. Does that still happen? I don't think that... so. I don't know though. I don't... Yeah. Anyways. Okay. See, I just got distracted by yeah. <laughs> thinking <laughs> That's about right. That. And so it, it, it starts there and eventually it, you know, six weeks later, you're still in a mess and you decide, you know, instead of cleaning this up, I'm just going to move. I'm going to sell well, the house. Or I'm just going to throw everything yeah, back in there away. and I'm going to be <laughs> upset with myself because here it again was another project that I didn't finish. And, and that are the word, I mean, those are words that people say to themselves all the time. It's like, okay, well there, there it is. I failed again. And, and, oh, it's so, it's so sad because it doesn't have to be that way. There is a solution to this because when we actually approach a space with a plan, then our chances of follow through actually increase dramatically. And we can kind of eliminate all of that frustration and all of that crazy shame that we feel uh, by really just having a plan. And and I think, for me at least, the thing that always trips me up is I think that planning is going to take too long. Oh, and it doesn't have to. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have to. Because really, what, what I want, when I say plan, it's really just about being more mindful about your intentions and planning out like the space that you're going to organize. So you, you use the example of the closet, right? You're, you're frustrated with the closet. And so instead of just jumping right in and taking everything out and, and then getting distracted, like we talked about, and then being able to come not well, you come back to it and realize you don't have time to do this and throw everything back in. Right. I mean, we know what all the consequences are. But if you can actually not organize on a whim and really be more mindful about it and plan for it and schedule an afternoon on Saturday to just work on your closet, and maybe it doesn't mean that you take everything out. Maybe it just means that you take a section of it, right? We always talk about, you know, starting small, but just really be more mindful about what you want in this area and when you're going to work on it Mm -hmm. can make a huge difference because really when you're planning for it, then your chances of of following through are going to be actually, I mean, a lot more likely than if you don't, if you're just doing it on a whim. Right. The sense. planning prevents the biting off more than you can chew syndrome. Well, and it also, I think mentally you're in a better state of mind because you're not in crisis mode. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not, you know, in that panic of, oh, I've got to get this done. You know, you're kind of in the, in the, your mindset is 
I want to do this because I know it's going to make a difference, but I'm not panicked about not finding something right now. Yeah. So there's yeah. kind of a shift there that just makes it a little easier to approach. So the, the the error number two or reason number two that my organizing goes awry is also related to time. Well, it is. It's, it's dismissing the fact that getting organized does take time. So I think that um, for some people, they're surprised at how long it can actually t- you know take to organize certain spaces. Now, organizing a small closet isn't going to take you as long as, you know, trying to tackle your, your garage. Um, but you know, and I, and I always tell people to kind of double the time that you think it's going to take. So if you think it's going to only take an hour, it's probably going to take two or three. So, you know, I think that part of it is just dismissing the fact that you do have to be committed to the project. Um, and, and that it's an ongoing thing that's happening here. This is a journey. It's not just a one-time event. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that if you're looking at it that way, you're not going to be quite as frustrated, um, if that makes sense. It does. And it's, it's interesting. It's, it's a little bit counterintuitive, uh, at first spinning off of that first error, you know, that, that we just start without a plan because we think planning will take too much time. But in fact, if you're doing it right, then organizing will take time, but less time than if you just throw yourself into right. it. Right. Right. Good point. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and I think that it's, it's a matter of just doing it over a period of time. So it's not all, it's not something that just has to be done in a weekend. It's something that's done over the course of time in small chunks so that you're not overwhelmed. And then eventually you will get to the place where you want to be. You know, I think that it's easy when we look at this title, we're saying three reasons why your organizing efforts aren't working. Well, when you look at that, you may feel like they're not working because it's not happening fast enough. Sure. You know, you're not looking at it as a journey. You're just looking at it at one, you know, well, one weekend it didn't, I didn't get it finished. So it's not working. Mm -hmm. So what I'm encouraging people to do is to really look at it as a process, as a journey, an ongoing thing that you're consistently working on and that it is going to take some time. You didn't get here in a weekend. You're not going to be able to to get it back in order in, in a weekend. And we're also not looking for perfection, right? I mean, we talked about that last week. We're not looking for it to be a magazine cover. Um, so we've got to always kind of keep that in mind as well. So uh, finally, the, the the last one is the the idea of tackling a giant organizing process or project on your own. Well, and I think this is really specific for people who have ADHD. I think that that organizing is hard for a lot of people regardless, but it can be really difficult for someone with ADHD. And to try to tackle it by yourself um, can be, a you know, probably maybe even outside of planning, one of the biggest mistakes you can, you can make. Um, it can be really hard to do it by yourself. So I would really encourage you to look for support, you know, and, and, and we're going to talk next week about how to get your family on board. And mm-hmm. that is definitely the first place I would look at is, you know, who in your family can support this process, especially if you all live in, in the home together, right? I mean, it should be a, a family um, project. It should be an ongoing thing that's not just all on you because that can be really heavy. So we're going to talk more about that next week. Um, But we have talked about accountability partners. We've talked about body doubles. And I highly encourage people uh, to go this route. You know, when they're looking at organizing their home, find somebody that they can talk to on a consistent basis that they can check in with. That body double is amazing in the way that they can help you stay focused. They can keep you on task. 
children can be your body double, you know, and they don't even have to know what they're doing, but just having them sit and do their homework while you're working on a cupboard can really make a difference. You know, I love that because it, it, even if they, you know, even if they don't know on the surface what you're doing, the idea is that you are modeling some great behavior for your kids. And I think that's so valuable, even, you know, because once they do internalize it, they're going to see the value in, in, you know, living an organized lifestyle too, and, and seeing how it helps their focus and it helps their, you know, their attention to be able to know what they need to know where their things are and, and know the value of, of, of spaces that have meaning. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and that's what you're showing them. And I think that's really important. Absolutely. Um, another thing that you can consider if you have the funds to do it, it's a great investment, but hire a professional organizer to come into your home. Just make sure that they are, um, trained in ADHD, you know, that they understand how to, to organize ADHD. Um, but that can also be a really great way to get you started and, um, give you some good ideas that, you know, are coming from a different perspective. So Mm -hmm. that's another option. The other thing that I have found that works really well for people is if you can find somebody that wants to go through this journey with you in their own home. So like you're finding, like maybe you're talking to a friend and they're like, Oh man, I, I know organization sucks. You know, it's Mm -hmm. so hard hard. Find that person and ask them, Hey, what do you think about being accountability partners? What do you think about meeting once a week or just talking on the phone or sending emails to each other? That's a really great way. I think of getting support from somebody. So you're not necessarily feeling like you're doing it by yourself, but it's a great way of getting support from somebody in a non judgment type of way. Yeah. Not, it's not, ju- you know, they're not judging you because they're going through the same thing. And so you may feel a little bit more um, free to, to, to tell them really what's going on. You know, does that make sense? It does. The only danger that immediately jumps to mind, and this may be case specific because it's because I'm projecting, is that you got to be careful not to pick somebody who hates uh, organizing so much that you just end up dragging each other down right. and never getting anything done. Like, oh, yeah. this really does suck. Yeah, let's go eat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's be supportive. Be, be careful of the the yeah. person that you pick. You, you know, because and and you also don't want to pick somebody who's just going to do it for you. I, no. I was tempted to say, don't ask your mother, uh, only because again, I might be projecting. She, my mother, I love my mother. I adore her, and she would just do it. Well, and I'm just thinking that not only would they just do it for you, but you may feel an incredible amount of judgment and yeah. shame from it because yeah. they, you know, I I can see. It coming across in some relationships that, well, since you can't do it, you you know, I can and I can do it better than you. Exactly. You know? And you don't want that, too, because you have to these systems have to work for you. You have to be able to integrate them into your into your life. That's right. Not the person who just takes it over because they're so good at organizing. That that may be a red flag. Oh, I'll be your body double because I love organizing. Yeah. Maybe yeah. they're maybe they're not a great person to ask. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I, I do think you have to be kind of choosy. Yeah, you know, be make choosy. sure it's the right person. Um, but it can work. I have seen it work really well for yes. people when they find the right person, um, for sure. The other last resource that I want to talk to people about, and it's up, you know, it's coming, it's yeah. coming. It's this training program that I've got going um, that I'm going to be launching in hopefully just the next couple of weeks. And uh, it can also be a great resource for people because inside the course, you can actually ask questions along the way. So not only are you getting support for my team, but also from others who are going through the course. And so um, I believe that this feature alone can really be huge for a lot of people just feeling like you're not doing it by yourself, because I think that's the key. 
Um, so really in summary, I mean, that's what I kind of want to say is that if you have a plan, you know, it's going to take some time and you, you don't go into this alone, then you really have a great opportunity here to get organized and to see some great change in your life. Because as we all know, organization affects everything. It affects Mm -hmm. everything and uh, it is possible. It is. It is. I'm like the cheerleader. You are. Yay! You're the best cheerleader. I have cheerleader. like pom-poms. You are the best cheerleader. <laughs> you can do it. Uh, it is great. And, it, you know, th- just this opportunity to ask questions. Take the opportunity right now because we are collecting questions for our end of series show. Yes. Uh, and so you can let us know. Find us on Twitter or Facebook at Take Control ADHD. Call us, 503-664-4ADD, 664-4233. And uh, you can email Nikki at Take Control ADHD. Uh, and and ask your question, and we will anonymize it unless you tell us we can use your name. So don't worry if you if you feel like you don't want your question on the show because we're going to out you as somebody who has questions. There are no dumb questions. We just want to we just want to help. So um, right. let us know. Let us know. We want to hear from you. I think that's it. Oh, that's go see it. Princess Bride. Happy yes. Captain America weekend. And uh, that's all the movie news from Pete. There you go. Thanks, everybody, for (laughs) downloading and listening. Uh, On behalf of Nikki Kinzer, I'm Pete Bright, and we'll catch you next week on Taking Control, the ADHD podcast.